even if you don't want to track calories obsessively, is to understand what is your basic necessary level of maintenance calories. What is the number where you could eat for the rest of your life and never gain a pound or lose a pound? She never used to think in numbers and I never used to, I used to be so ignorant. I didn't think anyone didn't think in numbers because I've never thought any other way. And so I think that's layer one is just practice thinking in numbers. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another episode of Next Level University where we help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, episode number 1,434, Life is About Choices. I interviewed the wonderful Alan Lazarus. Today Mm -hmm. for episode number 1,435, one powerful health awareness you may not know yet. As I've mentioned at, what is it, at at nausea, at nauseam, when you say something very, very often in a short period of time? I have no idea. I need to know that as a speaker. Something I have really beat into the ground over the last, I don't know, year is I am back on my fitness grind. I am training like a bodybuilder. I am doing mobility every day. I'm consuming bodybuilding content, fitness content, nutrition content. And that really was the inspiration for this episode. There is a young man who I've been following for a long time back in my bodybuilder days. His name is Jeff Nippard. My man, Jeff. My man, Jeff, we actually met his girlfriend in Florida Oh yeah, at the supermarket for some reason. And I don't even know how we knew. Are they still together? I believe so. Yeah. At the supermarket. Yeah. We met, was... we met her. I think her name is Stephanie Butterworth, Buttersworth, something like that. Something like that. We met her in the supermarket and for some reason we knew who she was. I don't know if we, I have no idea. I have no idea how we knew who she was. Strange days. Strange days. So. I've been following him for a long time. Alan, I believe you used to follow him back in the day. Mm-hmm. He bit. is, yeah, he, he's very data-driven. He makes his decisions and he does his coaching and he makes his content based on data. So actual studies of what works best and what doesn't work best. And I came across a video that just hit different for me because I was thinking of the audience. I was thinking of our community. I was thinking of the NLU family. And it was understanding the importance of your maintenance calories. Now, trigger warning, we're going to talk about calories and tracking calories and weight and weight loss and that type of stuff. This isn't going to be a super in-depth episode on that. It's not going to be super long, but I know many of our audience members, many of our community have had negative associations with the scale, with tracking calories, maybe with fitness in general. So I want to throw that, that trigger warning out there. But After he was talking about maintenance calories and how to find them and all these different things, I went online and I typed something in about calories. I typed in, does eating in a deficit cause weight loss? Right? So for those who don't know, there's an energy balance. The theory and the science, for the most part, proves that if you eat less calories than you need, you will lose weight. If you eat more calories than you need, you will gain weight. So just as a a simple understanding. 
And you wouldn't believe how many things popped up that were unreasonably confusing. Unreasonably confusing from very reputable websites. Harvard was one of them. Where it said, and it's hard because the fine print is there, but it pretty much said that tracking calories is not as good as eating whole foods, pretty much. And the thought behind that is, well, if you're eating chicken and you're eating broccoli and you're eating whole foods, it's harder to consume more calories because you're not eating junk food like pizza and all that stuff. So that's a, a little bit of a tangent. The importance and the, the reason I wanted to do this episode and the importance of it is at the end of the day, many of us don't feel like we're in control of our weight, we're in control of our fitness, we're in control of our nutrition. One of the simplest places for you to start even if you don't want to track calories obsessively, is to understand what is your basic necessary level of maintenance calories. What is the number where you could eat for the rest of your life and never gain a pound or lose a pound? That is my goal in this episode, is to have an open conversation about that, maybe demystify some of the stuff around it, and maybe make it more accessible and realistic. If you, whether you're watching or listening, imagine a world where you knew exactly how many calories to eat and what would happen to your body. Now, things do get confusing because when you lose weight, your, your metabolism changes and your maintenance calories change. There's a lot of intricacies. And, but that's why I think the layer one is just saying, okay, we spend $1,500 a month. We make $1,500 a month. We're not saving any money. We make $100,000 a month. We only spend $5,000 a month. We're saving $95,000 a month. We think about that when it comes to money. And I know our bodies aren't exactly that way, but that's really my thought in this episode. Alan, you did a lot more fitness coaching, nutrition coaching than I did. Thoughts? I think the most basic understanding is just getting the numbers. You mentioned Jeff Nippert and the data-driven decision-making. I yep. took a course back in my master's program called financial, a strategic decision-making from financial data-driven decisions, something like that. I butchered that, but it was something along those lines. And what I've found fascinating in my coaching and in my life is that every decision I make is data-driven. And even if I'm wrong on the data, I, I still am using a lot of data. So layer one, I think, is actually just thinking numbers. So when it comes to calories, just start getting in the habit of thinking in numbers. So mm -hmm. a banana, 120 calories. An apple is 90 calories. Uh, one cup of rice cooked is 170 calories. And again, it's plus or minus a percent error, so you don't have to be perfect. I think the, the first layer is just start thinking in numbers. For Emilia, that has been brand new. Emilia and I, ever since we first met, she's been teaching me a lot in the therapy realm, in the inner work realm, in the internal family systems and acceptance and commitment therapy and all the different psychology stuff she studied. I'm teaching her math. We simply just do probabilities. She says, well, what's the probability that we get this client? I say, ah, probably like 65%. She said, okay, how do we bump that probability up? I said, let's send them a video. Mm. And, and so she never used to think in numbers. And I never used to, I used to be so ignorant. I didn't think anyone didn't think in numbers because I've never thought any other way. 
And so I think that's layer one is just practice thinking in numbers. I would agree that another thing that really jumped off the page when I was doing, because I wanted to do a little research into what people would search and what answers they would get and whether that would actually help or not. And if I was starting at a base level of not really having the knowledge I have now, and I Googled is eating in a deficit necessary for weight loss. And what I saw come up, I would be so confused. One of the things said, counting calories is not worth it because a lot of the a lot of the packages are mislabeled. I understand what you're saying, but Mm-mm. but what then what do you go off of? <laughs> it, even if the numbers are wrong, at least you get a trend on even if you track the same way every single time, it doesn't really matter if the numbers are wrong because then you you can just figure out, okay, when I eat 2400 calories, I gain weight. Okay. Let me let me try 2300 calories. What happens? Even if it's not actually 2,400 calories because the measurement's wrong, you'll still be tracking. So Yeah, you'll still be that, better off, for sure. I can't imagine a world where you wouldn't. Now, obviously, if you have obsessive behaviors or you have trauma around tracking and weighing yourself, I understand. And maybe you're not listening at this point. Completely understandable. If you haven't had that experience and you're open to it, I believe it would be very, very, very empowering. Mm-hmm. to at least understand how something affects you the way it does. That's my thought. What's going on, guys? My name is Austin, and I've been working with Kevin for a few months now. If there's one thing that I find super valuable is his expertise on how to position the podcast to the right audience and fit the content into the overall business plan. And frankly, when we work together, he challenges me a lot. There were some tough conversations that he initiated with me so that I can really grow in the business. Besides the coaching part, the editing team does amazing work with editing and show notes and staying on top of all communications. Overall, my experience working with Kevin has really been top-notch. Empowering is a good word for this. Imagine a world where you have high certainty that you're going to weigh the amount you want. That's what we're offering you. But it starts small and it starts with just one day and it starts with how many calories am I going to eat today? And you can budget it out. You can say, I want to eat 1500 and give that a try. And then you can say, okay, let me go make some meals that add up to 1500. I had a fitness client one time who was tracking calories, tracking calories, tracking calories, and she was like, I'm not losing any weight. And I looked at the scale and I looked at the calories and they weren't correlating. I didn't understand why. Turns out she was weighing her chicken with the bones in it. Mm. And essentially what we eventually figured out is, cause I'm like, what's going on here? How is that possible? What did you, okay. What did you track that at? She didn't know that you couldn't weigh the chicken with the bones in it. You don't eat the bones. So therefore you shouldn't track those calories. Right. But I digress. It's very, as someone who spent a decade studying mathematics and then at least seven years studying fitness in depth, one of the reasons Kevin and I can eat pizza and Taco Bell and Burger King, it's not that we just eat like crap. We, we, we are very hyper-conscious and very aware of what 
foods produce what outcomes in our body and the the reason why we can seemingly get away with those things for lack of better phrasing and i know that the listeners are sitting there thinking well if i eat a whole pizza i'm going to i'm going to blow up we just are aware of our caloric intake on a day-to-day basis and i think you might be pleasantly surprised with how much control you actually have over your own weight and you wouldn't have to play scared i think true security comes from awareness and capabilities i do if you have the highest awareness in fitness and you have the highest capabilities in fitness you don't have to play scared you can you can actually be empowered if you have the highest awareness in money and the highest capabilities you don't have to play scared you can buy what you want and not freak out because you know you can make the money back or you have the investments or whatever it is so empowerment comes from increasing your awareness and it comes from increasing your capabilities and if you get better at this one thing which is just understanding what calories are in what foods my zoa has 15 calories in it this little orange in my drink probably has 15 calories in it if you resonated with a banana having 120 and an apple having 90 and rice having 170 and a cup of cooked rice you already know this you're good you're good to go last story kev i had a mentor once who i was helping in fitness and he said he wasn't losing weight He's like, I'm not losing weight. I'm working out every day. I'm working my butt off. I'm not losing weight. I said, well, you go out to dinner every night. And he's like, well, what do you mean? And I said, restaurants are typically very high calories, salt, sugar, fat. They load butter on stuff. I mean, restaurants have a lot more calories just traditionally. There's almost no exception to that rule. And, and you get wine. I said, you drink wine, right? And he's like, yeah, but red wine doesn't have a lot of calories. And I was like, Jeff. And his name's Jeff. So I sent him a screenshot. I said nine ounces of red wine, the red wine that he drinks, 212 calories. 212 calories for nine ounces. Okay, now what if you have three glasses? There's 650 calories. There goes one third of your budget. Of course, right? So at the end of the day, this is the cheat code. And you will be empowered if you start learning this. That's all I've got. And that's that's really what I was feeling when I was consuming this fitness content again is I, that's why I have such a high certain, I mean, the pizza I get from Domino's is like, depends on how I do it, but it's 2,200 calories. Mm-hmm. I can eat that and lose weight. I can eat that every day for the rest of my life and lose weight. Now, would Assu- I- Assuming you're working out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Assuming I'm doing everything I'm doing now. Would yeah. I die in five years if I only ate pizza every day? Maybe. Yeah, it's, that's, <laughs> that's- and I really want to make that point. I'm not claiming that you should eat terrible things and just make sure you track the calories. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying I do believe the empowerment comes with understanding. Today I had four ounces of chicken and I had this much rice and then I had a wrap for lunch. And you know what? I want to do breakfast or dinner. I'm going to have eggs and sausage and I'll have a couple pieces of toast. And you know that you have the freedom and flexibility to do that because it makes sense with the numbers. I'm not telling you to have Pop-Tarts and ice cream every day. That's not what I'm saying. I just want you to have in life, health, wealth, and love. Health, wealth, and love, there's a recipe. Mm -hmm. There's a recipe to improve all of those. This is a very early stage piece to that recipe. This is one of the first ingredients. If you can start practicing it, I do believe it would be beneficial. And it is the fundamental reason you and I can eat a lot of the things we do and still, I mean... Mm -hmm. If we're not exercising and we're not exercising hard, we might be in trouble. But 
we have a lot of certainty around gaining weight. I'm already thinking when I go to Belgium, I'm going to gain weight. 100%. I'm not going to really track my calories there. Mm-hmm. Intuitively, I'm going to have an idea. Even yeah, a it's lot of be food... around 3,000 per night. Yeah, yeah. Per day. Per well, day. there's beer. So we'll Maybe see. I guess, yeah, I got to see how the beer. But when I come back, I already have my plan of, okay, I'm going to go back to this amount of calories. And then after that, when I get to a certain date, I'm going to start dieting again. Right now, my back is injured. I'm eating at maintenance mm-hmm. or a little bit over. I don't want to be really, really starving myself when my body's trying to repair itself. Yeah, but that's same. right. Same. But that the, yeah. fundament, the fundamental understanding is I know what my maintenance is. You notice how your back actually hurts less when you eat more? It's, yes. I, I can notice when I'm in a deficit, my body doesn't repair as quickly. It's like I have noticeable. been intuitively yeah. doing this for years. Same. Kev, same. I sprained my ankle really bad one time. And yep. my girlfriend at the time, she said, do you need anything? And I said, I need a lot of food. Just yeah. don't get me all the food, as much food as you can get. It's nutrients. Yeah. Your body can't rebuild without nutrients. Makes sense. So yep. th- I'm glad we did this episode. Honestly, full disclosure, there's a part of me that was nervous to do it because I do understand much of the NLU family have, has had issues maybe with nutrition and, and calories and stuff in the past. So it's never my goal to bring those things up or trigger anyone. But I do want to share a tool that I think would be really empowering. So that was my, my goal in this episode. Hopefully we did it. Next Level Nation, as we have been mentioning over the last several weeks, Alan is still doing free calls with the wonderful NLU community. If you have ever wanted to talk to Alan behind the scenes, if you've ever wanted to talk to me behind the scenes and you can't get to me, Alan is definitely a good number two, I would say. <laughs> so click the link in the show notes and you can book a free call with Alan. Bring questions about relationships, bring questions about fitness, bring questions about business, whatever. If you've ever listened to the show and said, I really wish I could ask a question. I have a deeper question. I want to know what, he's, what he actually means when he says that. This is a good chance to connect with Alan and ask that question. My main focus is helping you achieve your goals. If you don't feel like you're doing a good job towards your goals, you don't know how to, I've got you. Come and ask me. I can, I can help you reverse engineer the finish line. I can help empower you for sure. Every single week, on the week, 126 weeks in a row, we have a next level book club. It is next level books with next level people on a well next done. level day, Saturday. Friends don't let friends skip book club. That's a fact. Friends never let friends skip book club. Not good We're ones. reading a book called Limitless by Jim Quick, and it is all about the power of meta-learning, the power of learning how to learn, the power of your brain, the power of what you are truly capable of. Jim Quick was the boy with the broken brain who had two concussions, who couldn't think straight, and now he is brilliant. And so if he's capable of that, imagine what you're capable of. Book Club, every Saturday. The link to register will be in the show notes. Tomorrow for episode number 1,436. This is for all the dream chasers out there, which is the majority of our audience. How to transition more into your dreams. I think a lot of us get stuck. We get excited about something and maybe we take one or two steps and eventually that excitement fades away. How do you continue to transition more into the dreams that you want to chase? That will be tomorrow's episode. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we don't have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Keep making data-driven decisions. Next Level Nation. 
Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.